Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Day off right. We appreciate you listening to us here on 100.3 WRMB. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, we appreciate you. And we also shout out everybody who's listening to us online. I didn't know you could listen to us online, but you can listen to us online at The Amanda Seals Show. Nails, you're in the building with us every day. What's going on with you today? I'm feeling good, thirst, A thirst day. You nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it without. (laughs) You nailed it without. I'm feeling good, man, especially after seeing these results from uh, Election Day down in Georgia. Matter of fact, that's going to be our first topic we're going to talk about in the Black Eared News this morning. The winner yeah. is... Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. The winner is... Hold on, hold on. The winner is... Amanda. Grab your winner! <laughs> I see you! <laughs> Amanda, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. And we'll also tell you what that means for Democrats heading into 2024 as well. Also, another story is the Supreme Court judge, uh, Samuel Alito. He made a tasteless joke about black children wearing KKK costumes. And this happened while he was on the bench in the chambers. I just I can't even every day. It feels like this Supreme Court becomes more and more of a farce. But unfortunately, they don't get any less powerful. So mm. but we'll, we'll explain to you the, jo- the quote unquote joke and the context and all of that. So stick around. And you should be knowing that you can follow us everywhere on socials at Seal Said It. Also, give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Y'all, I hope y'all ready because we're going to listen, we're going to laugh, we're going to learn right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. Let's talk about Georgia when we get back. Welcome back, y'all. It is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by my homeboy, Nail. Amanda. Georgia. Yes. Go ahead and sing it, Amanda. Go Georgia, ahead. Georgia. That old sweet song. I thought y'all was going to still be racist, and you kind of are, but you still elected Warnock. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank goodness. Please expound upon the results. We already know that Warnock won, but break it down for his nails. Yeah. So here's the interesting part about this. Georgia is starting to go through some type of demographic change because think about Mm. this. From the top on down, they started elect. They were electing Republican, 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 Republican. And now we're seeing more senators from Georgia who are not Republican. 
They yeah. called it on uh, some. I heard it on uh, one of the news channels uh, recently that they called it a purple state now instead mm-hmm. of a deep red state. So Senator Warnock now, who just beat Herschel Walker uh, last night, I'm just also blown away by it was 1.7 million people who still voted for Herschel Walker. That's 1.7 million idiots. You know, so I, I feel for the people of Georgia. You got to walk around with 1.7 million idiots every day. Mm. That's rough and tough with any kind of Afro puffs. I mean, listen, <laughs> the truth is that a lot of these people were voting for not they weren't voting for Herschel Walker. They were voting for the Senate. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were voting for more power in the Senate. They were voting for having a seat, you know, that would be sat for six years, as I just learned, in the Senate and that they could hold with somebody who is not going to question anything, right? They're just mm-hmm. going to be a servant dog and do whatever they need to be told and they're going to yes a mess a <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they, that's what really, he ain't a werewolf, he's just a servant dog. And so <laughs> that's really what people were voting for. And I think it's really incredible that enough people said, you know what, we can't allow it, that got up and got out there and voting is not easy in Georgia. I saw a whole story where in some parts of Georgia, particularly in black parts of Georgia, the voting process takes so long it is so arbitrarily difficult that a lot of people end up bowing out or they just don't even go because they already know what they're facing and so they that's by design that's Mm. by design uh but we see that uh, the victory the devil did not win today not today devil not today and there's also people who are sacrificing to make this happen. So big shout out to Stacey Abrams. We know she yeah. didn't win the governor, but she was one of the people who were on the ground getting people registered to vote. And because of her running for the governor's seat, she brought a lot of attention for Democrats to Georgia. And shout out to Stacey Abrams. I'm going to give her a ring of ling for that one. From the joke that is Herschel Walker to jokes about the KKK and black children, please fill us in on Justice Alito's remarks. Like, what is going on in America in 2022? This is a Supreme Court justice, right? Justice Mm -hmm. Alito, he made some jokes while on the bench Mm -hmm. about black kids wearing KKK hoods and costumes. Now, this is one of those things where you're just like, okay, but how did he get there? Like, what what was the catalyst? So basically, it all began... When Justice Katanji Jackson expressed some alarm about the extent of arguments put forward by this graphic designer, Lori Smith, in Colorado, who wants to expand her business to celebrate marriages. However, she does not want to work with same-sex couples because of her religious objections to same-sex marriage. And there is a law in Colorado that says that you cannot uh, discriminate against folks because of their uh, sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so she's taken this all the way to the Supreme Court. Now... Katanji Brown Jackson presented a hypothetical to show and uh, illuminate why Lori Smith's arguments are pretty much just about discrimination. And she said, okay, imagine there's a photography business in a hypothetical shopping mall during the holiday season that offers a product called Scenes with Santa. What if the photographer wants to express his own view of nostalgia about Christmas's past by reproducing the 40s and the 50s in sepia tones? And their policy is that only white children can be photographed with Santa. Mm -hmm. Jackson said and noted that according to her hypothetical, the photographer is willing to refer families of color to the Santa at the other end of the mall who will take anybody and they'll photograph families of color. Now, Jackson asked the lawyer for this woman, Lori Smith, why isn't your argument that they should be able to do that? 
And so she replied back and said, difficult lines to draw. This hypothetical might be an edge case. And then Alito chimed in with this. Just Justice Jackson's example of the, the Santa in the mall who uh, doesn't want his picture taken with black children. So if there's a, a black Santa at the other end of the mall and he doesn't want uh, to have his picture taken with a, a child who's dressed up in a Ku Klux Klan uh, outfit, that, that black Santa has to do that? No, because Ku Klux Klan outfits are not protected characteristics under public accommodation laws. Yeah. And presumably that would be the same Ku Klux Klan outfit, regardless whether the child was black or white or any other characteristic. Yeah, you, do see, you do see a lot of black children in Ku Klux Klan uh, outfits, right? Uh, all, the, all the time. Suppose that, uh, I, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I... What? I the crowd laughed? Yeah, chuckle, chuckle, ha, 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 he, he, he. And let me tell you, there was a time where we didn't even get to hear what the conversations were in Supreme Court hearings. Like, there was a time where that was not even, like, publicly known. He's also the one who wrote the decision to repeal Roe v. Wade. So, real classy guy. Real classy guy. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back on this Thirsty Thursday to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Nails right here. Hey, big shout out to Jamel Hill. She joined us to have a conversation about Jerry Jones and Deion Sanders. If you want to uh, listen to that whole interview from its entirety, go and listen wherever you get your podcast. And also, don't be afraid to go to a bookstore and cop her book. It's called Uphill, and it's available on Amazon and also online wherever you get books. Make sure you follow us on all socials at Seal Said It. And you can call us up at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. We actually have a caller who wants Yay. to comment about something that Amanda said earlier uh, when we were talking to Jamel. So take a listen to this. Hi, Amanda. Monica coming from Allentown, PA. Just wanted to give you a shout out and tell you you're right. We should listen to black women because we know it all. We have a lot of experience in different areas, very knowledgeable, and we are the creators of everyone. Have a great day, Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Monica. <laughs> Thank you, Monica. Wait, I played the wrong one here. I be knowing. <laughs> Change that I to we. Shout out to Monica living there in Allentown. And shout out to all my fellow Billy Joel fans that know the song Allentown. Uh, but I agree with her. I mean, listen, black women, we be knowing all the time. Listen, we literally sent people to the moon and they left us out of it. Like, we are always up in a mix. That's why, Nails, I hate when I see movies about, like, the end of the world or space travel and black women aren't there. I'm like, how are we not there? Really? And put, we, and put everybody up there. They put everybody up there. Black women don't never be on the crew, never be a part of the saving the, saving the day. And I'm just like, ah, y'all, this is clearly a fantasy because it is not reflective of the truth. But you know, that's what we're about right here. Talking the truth, speaking the truth, and giving the truth. And next up, some officers who defended the Capitol from Trump supporters were honored, but they family. Woo! They brought the truth train through to that ceremony. We're going to tell y'all about it on the Amanda Seal Show when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we 
Amanda Seals show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite common sense specialist, joined by... DJ Nails. Be safe on the road on your way into work if you're listening on your way to work. Okay. Now, what are we going to be doing on our way to the next hour? We're going to be talking about some black hair news. I don't know why I'm talking like this. I don't know... What happened just now, but it came over me. I'm going to let it go, though. I let it go. You actually sound like one of those senators that just got disrespected (laughs) by the officers' families who defended the Capitol Mm -hmm. on January 6th. They Mm -hmm. snubbed Mitch and McCarthy. We got to play the audio and everything. We got to decipher it as well this hour. (laughs) We're going to definitely get into that. It was such a treat. (laughs) You love the pettiness. (laughs) I do. Hashtag petty for the people. Also, Kyrie Irving's partnership with Nike is officially terminated. (sighs) Enough said right there. Enough said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And why you should have a will news. The late takeoff from the Migos. His parents, they're actually fighting over his estate. And it's not pretty, y'all. It's actually deeper than having a will. You got to have a trust. We're going to talk about that. All right. Got to let y'all know some things I just recently learned. And I'm always excited to teach y'all. I'm also excited to give the big up and the let down this week. You know, we always got a and a let down. So we're going to stick around to find out who is going to get that because I've got something up my sleeve. And let me, you know what, actually, let me just say, it's going to be about Van Jones. So stick around because I got, I got, I got, I got some things to say about Van Jones. Okay. Jesus. Uh, (laughs) You couldn't hold back on it. He's like, you know what? I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) Because, oh my God, like this, mm. You know what, Nails? Let me stay focused. Y'all stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Someone sent me a DM and all it said was, why Van Jones be acting like he black when he feel like it? Ooh. <laughs> That's all it said. Well, we've got more to say, so stick around with us. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Amanda Seals Show, and we are starting the day off with you and yours heading out to work, or maybe you're already at work. But we're going to give you all some black eared news. We got nails in the building. Nails, tell the people what we got first to talk about. Yeah, the officers who defended the Capitol from Trump supporters on January 6th, their families mm-hmm. were honored. And this is really cool to see because yes. we had the current quote unquote leaders of the Senate and Congress. And the next, you know, the, the the next wave or whatever, right? They're right. standing up there holding right. their little medals. And the family. So you had Pelosi, you had Schumer, you had McCarthy, you had McConnell. Yeah, okay. all standing up there holding the medals. And as the family members walked up, they were getting the, uh, the medals and shaking everyone's hand except <laughs> Mitch McConnell and McCarthy's hands. You got to hear why they decided not to shake these men's hands. I mean, people like, people like Louis Gomez presented an American flag that was thrown over the Capitol to a January 6th rioter and told them they were a patriot. 
It's disgusting. And now it takes away everything my brother's done. It takes away my brother, my, the, the heroism my brother showed. You know. You don't think you don't think they deserved a handshake in this context? No. 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 Definitely not. No, because they because unlike Liz Cheney. They have no idea what integrity is. They can't stand up for what's right and wrong. But it's no, with them, it's party first. Mm. Mm. They said that's Mm. (laughs) how they feel about it. Okay? Do you think they deserved a handshake? Hell no. (laughs) You know what? I really am glad to see this because I am somebody who does not believe in politeness when it gets in the way of progress. Mm. And when this reporter asked him, well, don't you think in this context they deserve a handshake? If anything, this is the most context that they didn't deserve a handshake. This is a context honoring the people who were there January 6th and their their family member lost their life and these people were absolutely complicit in January 6th. Why would they deserve a handshake? Just because they up there so they don't look bad? Get the F out of here, yo. No, 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 ma'am. It says a lot about them as individuals, as people, right? Because on January 6th, let me remind you, they were targets on January 6th. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) And then afterwards, immediately afterwards, they were on the floor in the chambers denouncing Trump and everything that he stood for, right? Yeah. And then the same week, both of them went down to Mar-a-Lago to kiss his ring. And then after that, from that point all the way up to this point where they got dissed, they would not acknowledge that Trump is the reason why that happened. The the first Just, officer matter of fact who got killed. Uh, I think his name was Cis, uh, Officer Sicknick. Don't uh, don't don't quote me on that, but he was a stout Trump supporter before this. And look. So, I agree with you though. I love that they didn't shake the hand. That's something my mama would do. All right. Well, let's talk about Kyrie Irving. Um Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving, unfortunately, some some bad news. You know, uh Kyrie had this long going partnership with Nike and it is officially terminated. Okay. I get that this is supposedly because he had posted a link to a documentary that he said he was gonna check out. Okay, so let's just it wasn't like he was posting it saying, like, I believe in this documentary and this is what I think. He said, This is something I'm gonna check out. Okay. And then he didn't, I guess, follow the the instructions fast enough to be considered absolved. And that's what this is about. I just feel like Kyrie is being made an example of. And I don't think that he is the person that they're trying to make him out to be. I don't feel like he did anything uh, explicitly horrible in the way that they are making it out to be explicitly horrible. And I think what it really ends up looking like is like, okay, he had to perform a certain level of tasks that he didn't do. This is a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. He's a grown man. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if they're holding everybody's feet to the fire in that way. And I don't think they are. So, you know, we can talk about this for a long time. And I will consistently say that I feel like this is a case of trying to put a black man in his place. Coming up next, this is something that happens in many families when someone dies. No will or instructions on what to do with the estate. And the late takeoff's parents are now fighting over his estate and it's not pretty. We'll talk about it next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals joined by DJ Nails. Good Thursday, Thursday morning. 
Yes, sir. Let's get into this co- uh, this conversation here. And this is something that me and Amanda was talking off the air about. She said a word that I was like, oh, yeah, I trust her and all that. But she was like, no, nope, wrong type of trust. So take off of the Migos. Um, his parents are going at war right now to get his estate because he didn't have a will. And in our community, Amanda, a will is not something that's in a conversation. It's not. But to be honest, I just recently learned that a will is actually irrelevant because a will doesn't answer all the questions that are going to be needed to be answered posthumously about your estate. And trust is what you need. Now, I know a lot of us only have heard the word trust when it relates to a trust fund baby, right? This idea that there's kids who are living off their family's money and so they don't have to try as hard. They don't have to work as hard. They don't have to have... Right. Yes. But the truth is, is that when it comes to a trust, what a trust says is, uh, and I learned this from um, a lawyer, estate planner, Portia Wood, who is an incredible estate attorney. And I'm going to have her on the show to talk about this, but she's actually on my show, uh, my podcast, Small Doses, breaking it down. And she says a trust is really just plans that someone has made for their family and for the pe- for, for, for their things. And I think a lot of people think you have to have a lot of money to have a trust. And you really don't. Uh, you really just have to have assets. You have to have something that you own. And if that's a bike, you know, if that's uh, $6,000, if that is a house, et cetera, you need to make plans for what happens to that when either you pass on or you become medically incapacitated. You know, Takeoff's mother and father apparently have, have not been getting along for years and they don't actually have like a friendly relationship. And uh, apparently to Takeoff's father... Um, a lot of people are saying he wasn't even involved in his life like that. Mm. So now you got people on the internet that are takeoffs people's, uh, I mean, sorry, that are takeoffs father's people's trying to come forward to say, well, takeoffs father did this and takeoffs father like did that and da 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 da. And it's just, you know, the parents were already estranged. So this is, of course, going to create an even larger wedge between them. And uh, takeoff was raised in a single parent home by his mother with mm. little assistance from his father. Mm. And I just think that there's this idea that, well, if I birthed him, I have access. And let me tell y'all something. I'm going to bring up my death again. If I die, there's going to be a trust in place because I would be damned if my daddy tried to come around and say, I'll have some of that. No, sir. And if you want to use this audio in court, feel free to do so. Because absolutely (laughs) not. Not a penny, not a dime, not a hair off Jordy's head. Okay, not happening. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but this is something that happens far too often. You know, you know, Aretha Franklin didn't have an estate. Yeah, I plan. Did, I did um, James Brown, Prince too. James Brown, Prince didn't have an estate plan. Chadwick Boseman. Um, you know, it's just really devastating to see how these incredible entertainers who had amassed so many assets and who also they're not just their assets, but like their actual work is a Mm -hmm. part of their estate and it doesn't have a plan for it. And so when we look at their legacies and we look at how all of these things end up passing down and passing forward, it just ends up being the subject of the court. And we all know that the court don't care about us. Okay. Mm. So, but it's really, it's really interesting once you start getting into this to understand the history and understanding that black people, we were creating trusts and we were creating legacies and we were creating generational wealth. And if we don't start doing this and we don't start getting ahead of this, we aren't going to have anything. And when you said we don't have these conversations, it's real because we're afraid to talk about these things. But baby, the only thing that's certain in this life is that you're going to die. Yeah. That's the only thing certain. 
And what do we learn from this? We learn uh-huh. to make a trust, ladies and trust. gentlemen that are listening right now. And, and this is this is something as simple as, you know, you could go to a court, right, and just and write in front of somebody and get it notarized that, you know, you want this to go to this person, that going to go to that person. It's deeper than that. It okay. is deeper than that, but it's worth it. If you cuz you know a lot of black folks feel like, well, I don't want my kids to have to have it easy. I had to work. Mm-hmm. And it's like why? Why? Yeah, but if you worked and you did all of this, why do you want it to just go to waste because you gone? Mm. Like, what type of mess is that? Set your kids up, and you know what? You can create all types of um, limitations in the trust. Like, maybe it's that they can only get this money at a certain age, or maybe it's only that this money this money can only be used to buy property, or this money can only be used for school. Like, you can create, and that's why I said it's a little bit deeper than that because you can create specific. Um, rules like I'll just tell a quick little thing before we go like there was a family that had a bunch of land and the rule that the the great 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 grandfather had said in the land to this black family was that they can only sell the land to one of their other family members Mm. so it keeps the land in the family and that family member can sell the land to another family member get that money and then create something else that becomes a part of the assets of the family so we gotta think that way we gotta consider ourselves worthy of thinking that way it's not just trust fund babies it's all of us that have our own stuff that we get to pass on and create legacy with we got more coming up for you next we got the big up let down this is the Amanda Seals show I talked a lot so I'm getting out of this break quickly (laughs) the Amanda Seals show we up we McDonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It is Nails right here. It's time for the Big Up Letdown. Go ahead, Amanda. Who we got to big up today? All right, y'all. The props for the it's going to Jalen Smith, who becomes the youngest black mayor in the U.S. He is in the city of Earl, located in Arkansas. Shout out to Jared Jones. And uh, the city of Earl elected Jalen Smith as mayor in Tuesday night's runoff. So this makes him the youngest black mayor in the country at just 18 years old, y'all. According to election results, Smith managed to receive 218 votes, while his opponent, Nemi Matthews Sr., obtained 139 votes. So he went to Facebook like any other 18-year-old would do and uh, said, citizens of Earl, Arkansas, it's official. I'm your newly elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas. It's time to build a better chapter of Earl, Arkansas. And I'd like to thank all my supporters for stepping up and getting people to the polls. I'm truly grateful to you all. So, you know, he just graduated from high school. He said he plans to make transportation and public safety better. And uh, this town only has a population of 2,000 people, Nails, okay? 2000. So he's a fiery young lad who's going to make some change. And I love to see it because the youth are really what's going to take us to a new place in this nation. So shout out to Jalen out there and Earl. Next up in our letdown. You know, okay. So Van Jones decided that he was going to issue an apology. To the Jewish community for Kanye on behalf of all black people. Okay. 
He was doing a speech at the UGA Federation of New York's Wall Street dinner on Tuesday. And he addressed the comments of Kanye West, who, of course, we know has been talking wild crazy about Hitler and Nazis. I don't even bring y'all up to speed on that. Y'all already know. But Van said he apologizes to the Jewish community for the silence of my community and allowing an African-American icon praising Hitler and Nazis. Van Jones, shut the up. Okay. Please, please, you are never and have never and will never be the spokesperson for all black people. There is no need for you to come out and talk about, oh, the silence of my community and we have allowed. Ain't nobody allowed. Nobody is out here like, yeah, nobody with an actual voice, nobody with an actual platform is out here like, yeah, Kanye, keep going, keep going. No. And when you sit here and you do things like this, you once again present like one person is the speaker of all black folk, which is not the case. And two, you once again put black folk in this meek and 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 and, uh, menial position where we are like, oh, please, please, you know, like us, love us. Get out of here. Van Jones is he. My God, that's the white noise that happens in my, my brain when I hear Van Jones. And it's just like, sometimes he's, he's on point. And sometimes I'm just like, shut up. What are you talking about? And why does it always feel like I never know if you're going to show up for black folks or not? I don't like that. Mm. I don't like that I never know. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that it's always like, is he going to? Don't ever apologize on behalf of me, Van Jones. I will apologize if I need to and I will speak. And we have spoken. And to say that, you know, the the silence of my community, you know why you think the community is silence? Because you're not in the community, Van. That's why. That's why you think the community is silent, because you ain't hanging out with us. So shut the up. And that is today's let down. What are your thoughts? Give us a call. <laughs> Nails, do you have anything you'd like to add? You laid into him. You and you know, I I like when you um when you mentioned how he doesn't speak for all of us. Because it it is selective. Like, have you noticed his behavior? He's selective of when he wants to be black. Listen, which is odd because that's a black man right there. Okay, like. You know, I know, you know, and he 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 wears these rimless glasses and I know people be thinking he's smart just because he wears glasses. That's really what it is. But you know what? This is a brother who used to be an organizer. He used to be down in the trenches. I don't know what happened. I don't know what flipped. But baby, he ain't been with it for a minute and he wasn't with it with this. But you know what? We thank y'all for being with us here at the Amanda Seal Show. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-6328. And let us know your thoughts when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We back here on the Amanda Seals show. That's Amanda Seals right there. I am Nails. And make sure you follow us on all socials at Seals Said It on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that. All right. At Seals Said It. And let a friend know what we're doing over here every single morning, living and laughing and learning. All right. We got a, a podcast as well. If you search the Amanda Seals show, you can hear it from anywhere in the world. We actually have a call on the phone at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. This is Chris from Toronto. Hey, Amanda. What's up, Nails? Christopher here calling from Toronto, the 6, the T-Dot. I wanted to share some love for you and your new show. 
I love how you and Nails interact and laugh together. The chemistry is amazing. Um, been up your, <laughs> been up in your business in smart, funny, and black. Um, I've had to learn, I learned so many things, and I want to say thank you, Amanda. I appreciate your perspective that you share, which helps me see my own biases, and helps me be a better co-conspirator. The co-conspirators be Filipino. Mm. Um, shout out to Boost yes. Boogie, turn me on to your daily show that I'm listening to via podcast. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'll see you when you come back to Toronto. We love it. Uh, T-Dot. International. <laughs> shout out to the T Dot. I would call it the six, but. Apparently, Drake is the only person who calls it that. Um, <laughs> big ups. And he asked, can a, can a Filipino be a co-conspirator? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out. Oh, don't you love a global call? Yeah. Does that, that make was you feel dope. special? That was dope. That was dope. International. International, y'all. And just like him, you know, if you got people that are living other places and you want them to ch- tune into the show so y'all can talk about it in your group chats, let them know they can listen wherever they get their podcasts. We love getting your phone calls and hearing what you have to say about the show and the topics we cover. So call us at any time. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up, it's Relationship Thirst Day. We gonna <laughs> talk about some things. Keep it right here the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We are we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. Hope you are up, up, up. Because that is what we are trying to do, get you on the highest vibration possible. Uh, I'm Amanda Seals, your neighborhood common sense specialist. Uh, across from me is DJ Nails. Uh, what would you say you are? If you're the neighbor, if I'm the neighborhood common sense specialist, Nails, what would you say you are? I'm your neighborhood Florida man. <laughs> No! No! That's exactly who I am. I'm your neighborhood oh. Florida man. You never know what you're going to get. Oh, well, what are we going to get when we get some Black Ear News this hour? Well, Facebook, they may remove news from their site. And, and this, this could be because of Congress passing a new law. But the question is, is it going to be bad or good? Because so many people get their news from Facebook. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about Yeah, okay. Well, I got to think about that one. Yeah. Also, Tory Lanez, he got hit with a third felony uh, yeah. in the Megan the Stallion um, case. And this is just a few days before they start the trial. Listen, things is is sketchy over there. I don't really even know what the case... Uh, we'll talk about it. Stick around, stick around. And we're going to talk some relationships on this Thirsty Thursday. The subject, do men really like women? Mm. We got to dive into that one. I've got an opinion. <laughs> Stay connected with us, y'all, 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We're going to get into it. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Good morning, everybody. It's Amanda Seals here with you. Like I always am every morning at the Amanda Seals Show. Nails. Good morning. What's up with this Black Eyed News? What you got? First topic we're going to talk about is Facebook. Uh, rumor has it that they may be removing news after U.S. 
passes this media bill. This makes me nervous right here because so many people are already uninformed on stuff that's going on in the world. And they might be more uninformed because news won't be on their timelines. Yeah, but my concern, my confusion is like, what news? When they say that the news media alliance, which is a trade group that represents newspaper publishers, is urging Congress to add the bill to the defense bill, they're saying that local papers cannot afford to endure several more years of big tech's use and abuse and time to take actions dwindling. So basically what they're saying is that because people are getting their news from Facebook, they're not getting their news from the news sources um, mm. and they're not going straight to the source. Now, uh, listen, Nils, mm-hmm. the, the thing about it, though, is a lot of times when the news is presented on Facebook, it's also coupled with somebody's opinion mm-hmm. who don't know what they're talking about. And that's what I think is very dangerous. Right. You got people presenting the news, but then translating it incorrectly and thus we see the disinformation and misinformation that keeps going now the spokesperson for meta andy stone said in a tweet that the company would be forced to consider removing news if this law was passed and rather than submit to government mandated negotiations that unfairly disregard any value we provide to news outlets uh, through increased traffic and subscriptions they would have to remove it and so in in their mind facebook is like well we're helping y'all. But the news folks is like, I don't think so. And I guess that's my opinion. I, I, I'm I, curious what you think, Nails. I don't think it'll change much, to be honest, because Auntie's still going to be on whatever website she own, and she's going to pro- copy that link, post it up on her Facebook page to be the first person to break a news story. So I don't think it'll change much. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to see. There's definitely things moving and changing and, you know, shifting and these internets I mean didn't we see the other day that like the the Republicans are trying to ban TikTok yeah, you know yeah, yeah. there's just there's a lot there's a lot at the end of the day at stake when it comes to information because as the saying goes knowledge is power yep. and I feel like there's a very very constant effort made to keep people dumb and yeah. uh, we'll see how that goes now speaking of someone who I feel like has said a few dumb things in the past. Uh, Tory Lanez. Yeah. What's going on with Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez, he has been hit with a third felony uh, as he's getting ready for this trial that's starting in a couple weeks. Well, actually a few days with Megan Thee Stallion over the shooting. Ah, <laughs> This whole situation, which by the way, has been going on for two years. Yeah. Two yep. years. Prosecutor, prosecutors added the new charge of discharging a firearm with gross negligence on Monday amid ongoing jury selection in the case. This is reported by Rolling Stone. Uh, Lanes previously pled not guilty to one felony count each of assault with a semi-automatic firearm and and carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle. He also faces a gun allegation that he personally inflicted great bodily injury. Now, this new charge that they just slapped on now carries a possible six-year sentence and qualifies as a deportable crime. Because remember, Tory Lanez is Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yep. For all that, I'm I'm a thug. He is Canadian. Uh, if convicted on all counts, uh, he would be facing the same maximum sentence of 22 years and eight months. So, uh, whew, uh, yeah. it, it how's this like going to end up, Nails? Do you have any predictions? I don't really have a prediction, but I think Tory has a prediction himself. He even tweeted and pinned this tweet, right? He said this is his last tweet. 
before he goes to trial. I'm going to read it, right? It says, I'm going to leave this here one more time and watch how it ages. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. You sit and watch now, and don't ever question the God I serve again. This is my last tweet. He pinned that, and that was his last tweet. So I think he feels like he knows the direction this is going to go. Something we don't know. Against me. I was giving you some background Shall music. Prosper. Shall <laughs> prosper. My background music. No, it won't work. I, when it comes to this case, I have been mums the word, baby, baby. I have been mums the word. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough, and I feel like there hasn't been enough presented to me, and I am not on the bench (laughs) so I feel like I just have never been able to truly know what is going on in this situation so good luck to the jurors my dog Jordy has decided to walk in the room with a squeeze toy so if you're hearing the squeeze squeak that's what that is okay Jordy great well I hope they don't squeeze Tory Lanez (laughs) unless he deserved it and that's hopefully what the evidence will relay it will relay the truth And then we will finally be rid of this situation. Coming up next, something that we're not rid of is talking about relationships because we love doing it here at the show. And we got to ask a question. Do men really like women? Yes, come from. I got to hear this. I got to hear this. (laughs) It's coming up (laughs) next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time to talk about relationships. <laughs> the way you, you came in, you came in so like this is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. Nails, we gotta come in right here. We gotta come in right here. Oh, let me let me meet you there. Let me meet you there. Yeah, yeah. Because right. this is therapy. Okay. All right. Now. We want to talk about this concept of do men really like women? Now, I've talked about this many times in other places, but this is my first time talking about it here at the Amanda Seal Show. And we have some audio from a podcast that we'd like to play for you. Let's hit it. Let me ask you a question. Ask me all the questions. How is it that you refuse to understand or take any accountability for your behavior when it comes to how we relate to y'all? No, we don't understand y'all. No, we don't like y'all. Yes, y'all are very irritating. And what the fuck are y'all? No, this is about men. Don't conflate. I'm sexually attracted to women. And that's the only thing that there is. So you don't love us. You don't don't want to be with us. You don't even like us. You just want to us and then you deal with the rest of gotcha mans b (laughs) i don't even know who this is i know y'all are like who is that this is from a podcast i know i'm being irresponsible because i don't know the name of the podcast and i don't know this person but i do know that this is a sentiment shared by many men nails yes what was your immediate response in hearing brothers uh, tantrum? Because that's what it was. It was actually a mantrum. It's a yeah, grown man tantrum. I, I a mantrum. I definitely feel like that man 
whatever relationship he was in, he wasn't in it for the love. He was only in it just to be served and for the sex. It's clear. It's clear as day as he's saying, right? Um, and then sounds like projection to me. Go on. And then it sounds like what well, from from what he's saying, it feels like he's hurt. He's butthurt from something that he was in a relationship with. I mean, nine times out of ten, he's butthurt from his mama. That's that's usually where it starts. They usually start with your mom. And a lot of these men out here who feel that way, they actually need to make up with their mom or they need to move past it. It's called the So Shameless Podcast. We got it. It's called the So Shameless. Well, he was definitely shameless in his misogyny and chauvinism just now. But a lot of men who feel this way, they don't like women. They don't trust women, et cetera. They, a lot of times, have had some type of difficult relationship with their mom. And it could be something like their mom passed away and they didn't really get to form a relationship with their mom. It could be something like their their mom did something dirty, you know, did them dirty. And it, it, and it, and ends, up, it ends up going along. It ends up traveling along the distance with them. And until they make a decision to correct it, they're going to carry on this type of rhetoric, which, by the way, is so juvenile, right? It's so juvenile. I, y'all, I don't like how y'all talk. And, you know, y'all, I don't like y'all. I just want to use y'all. Like, do you hear you? You sound like a, well, one, you're a narcissist, and you sound just like an actual user. And I don't know why he thinks that this is the type of, POV that he should be sharing just casually and then he's putting it on other men. That's the part for me is mm. that he's saying this is how men in general think. And, and, I think there are a lot not. of men. He does <laughs> I, not don't speak me, for all men. Listen, I think there are a lot of men who they like women because they don't like okay, let me take that back. I think there's a lot of men who don't like women. They like okay, you know mm-hmm. what I said? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it, it's a synonym for a cat. Okay, that's what they like. And again, if you can't identify like individuals and you're lumping an entire group of people together by gender to say that you don't like them, that's a bigger conversation, right? Like you just don't like the whole gender group of women. Yikes. Well, there's a guy who actually had a response to him and he posted it up on his TikTok. I think we got the audio for that, too. Well, we do, and we're going to get to it when we get back, all right? So stick around because we want to keep talking about this conversation. Do you have any thoughts on this? Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Do men really like women? It's a different, it's an even bigger conversation. The men who say they don't like women, what is that actually really about? Because I know a lot of men who love women and who actually are our friends and like us. So I'm not going to put that on y'all. Okay. Okay. Thank Stick you. around. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's your favorite common sense specialist here. Amanda Seals, joined by DJ, DJ Nails. DJ Sorry, I said your name. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about relationships. It's, it's thirst day. So we've talked about relationships and the last break we were talking about this concept. Do men really like women? We played a clip from this podcast. So shameless where this, this I'm calling him a man, but he's really, it was childish. He's like, I don't like women. Women are only good for having sex with and they have attitudes and we don't understand them. And he was speaking for all men the same way Van Jones was like speaking for all black people. He was speaking for all men and said that we don't understand women. Well, this next break, I wanted to talk about this clip that I heard uh, from a brother named Donnell Wrights that I feel like is a lot more grounded in the conversation on do men really like women? Now that I'm four years in, I realize that a lot of these 
men for advice about getting married. And now that I'm four years in, I realize that a lot of these men didn't like their wives. After I posted that video, this comment read, can you talk more about liking your wife? So many men seem to generally dislike and seem to be annoyed by women. They love but don't like. What I've both seen and learned as I've grown is that men will marry women who serve them even if they don't like them. That's how patriarchy conditions them. For example, if you ask a cis man what he likes about his partner, he'll soon begin listing the ways in which he serves him. You know what I mean? Like, I think society conditions men to not like women. Like, you love them, you feel a sense of duty towards them, you get one and you take care of them because that's what men do, we're taught. And you're hearing your whole life from church, the men in your life, the media. That women talk too much, they don't listen, they're disagreeable, they're emotional. Cis men tend to like other men in non-romantic ways. They like being around their guys and spending time with them. And sometimes these men talk to each other about how much they don't like their wives. But men will marry women who serve them, who are submissive and obedient and who know their place. Hmm. Interesting. Huh? Now, how many times have you heard uh, a man say like, yeah, that's my girl, but like she like we're not friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I've heard men, I've had men say that to me. Like, you're my girl, you're not my friend. And not in a way that's like, oh, this is a higher level that you're at. It's more so like, I don't need to deal with you a certain way because you're my girl. And I reserve this type of treatment. And a lot of times, when I, every time I've heard that, every time I've had a man say that to me, it's because they're basically saying, like, I hang out with my friends, but I, like, have to, like, decide to make quality time with you. You know, like, I joke with my friends, but, like, you know, you're my girl. I don't expect that from you. I expect you to behave a certain way mm. that doesn't include that type of jocularity. And, and it's pretty saying your girl basically is, like, not really your girlfriend, but, you know, we're a little bit deeper than that. Right. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the exact opposite. Like oh. they're like, you're you're my girl. You you exist in this particular way that doesn't include friendship. I got you. I got you. I got you. I can say that like me and my man are friends. Like we share memes. <laughs> you know, like yeah. we send um we send each other, you know, videos. We play around each, with each other. Like, we have Nerf guns in the house. Like, you know, we <laughs> make a point of watching stuff together. And it's not just spending time in a transactional way. And a lot of relationships are that way because a lot of men feel like, I'm only hanging out with you just to get you to shut up or I'm only hanging out with you because, you know, I'm trying to get something from you or I'm trying to just kind of like in my own right be decent because you look out for me and I know you like this. That's why a lot of women be just accepting bags and shoes and whatnot because the relationship is transactional. Mm. They're Them and their partner, they're not, they're not really friends. They're not laughing together. They're not thinking together. You know, they're not considering their lives together in a in a personality way. I mean, I think those are the relationships that end up lasting the longest because we show our friends a certain level of respect that I feel like far too often doesn't extend to our significant others. And it's really bizarre. And so often it's like a one way thing. I see men who will show so much more loyalty to their barber than they will to their lady. And I don't understand what that's about other than what your man Donnell Wright said. And it's really just patriarchy upholding the idea that women are just only valuable for a certain purpose. I could talk about this forever and a day and uh, we don't have that kind of time, but I would love to hear you guys talk about it. So make sure you hit me up, man. 1-855-AMANDA-8. 
1-855-262-6328. I was about to say the number and then I started thinking again. But I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on this because I know you got some thoughts. Have you found yourself in relationships that were more transactional than were actually friendship relationships with your partner? Did you like it better? Do you want to be somebody's friend? I just I'm, I just want to know because I know for me, if I'm not friends with the person, what are we even doing? Uh, when we come back, we got more Amanda Seal show for you. So make sure you stick around. And don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. We back here on the Amanda Seals show. Your boy Nails right here. And that is Amanda Seals right there. Yo, thank you so much for being tapped in on this Friday Eve. We always love checking these phone lines too. 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6238. Again, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Call us anytime. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Raphael Warnock winning the Senate runoff in Georgia. And we'll tell you what that means for Democrats. Plus, Matt Cosmetics. I know Amanda has a lot to say about this one. They're honoring the legendary Whitney Houston with a limited edition collection. It's all coming up on the Amanda Seals Show. Listen, laugh, and learn. Happy Friday Eve. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We back here at the Amanda Seals Show. Shout out to everybody who's been listening and who chimed, who checked in for our Big Up Let Down. If you missed it, make sure you listen to us on the podcast because that's how you can go back and listen to everything that you missed. Just go anywhere where podcasts are casted and put in the Amanda Seals Show. But it's a big up to you anyway for listening and supporting because we appreciate you. Tell a friend, spread the word. You know that's how black folk do. We are all about telling it through the grapevine. All right. Now, Nails... Yes. Uh, we have a caller, right? So just by the way, if you want to call us, you can call us at one eight five five amanda 8 It's one 262 But we have a caller, and uh, let's see what they got to say. Good morning, Amanda. This is OG in Philly calling to wish you a happy one month in business. You guys doing a great job. I'm riding with you all the way from the beginning to the end. Loving the show. Keep dropping them gems. You and Nels, I'm going to tell you, I've been enjoying it. I give you five stars every day. Okay. We up, we up, we up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OG, Listen. OG, this is happy anniversary. We didn't come even know on, that. man. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, OG, man. we appreciate you. Ain't no love like OG love. You hear me? That's when real. these little ones out here be like, I don't like Amanda. She this, she that. I'd be like, but the elders rock with me. Hello. And that's <laughs> what matters because they are the closest to the ancestors that we have. Okay. <laughs> that, that was happy dope. anniversary, Nails. Happy, happy anniversary. anniversary. Let's bring a link for that one. Remember. Wow. Wow. But what do we got coming up on Friday's show? God dang it, man. (laughs) Coming up on Friday's show, all the up-to-date Blackurate news. Uh, We'll share the new knowledge that uh, we attained in the last seven things, uh, seven, last seven days. Matter of fact, you doing the things I learned this week. And then also you can check out the latest Amanda Seals Show podcast episodes. Wherever you get your podcast, just type in The Amanda Seals Show. Stay connected with us on social media, at Seal Said It. And before I pass it back over to you, Amanda, I just want to say a big congratulations to bruh Raphael Warnock. Congratulations yes, again on the W. Yes. Man, we had a jam-packed show today, Amanda. And shout out to Jamel Hill for chilling with us and giving us her thoughts on all the things regarding Deion Sanders and uh, Jerry Jones. Make sure if you want to get the extended version of her uh, interview, again, go to the podcast. And if you want to get her book, make sure you go out and get it. It's called Uphill. We are 
hoping that we got you through that uphill battle going to work this morning. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, uh, we are each other's business, y'all. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. We'll see you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.